Hi, I'm Adam Roach. Well, actually, it's Rick O'Brien interviewing Adam Roach, your host. So uh, enjoy the podcast. I'm here with Adam Roach. Uh, we're going to do the reversal. So it's your turn for the interview today, Adam. It's a bit so scary, actually. It is. It's nerve-wracking for me to be in the, the host for today. But anyway, look, most of the people listen to the podcast probably want to know a little bit about you. So I'm a bit excited to ask some questions on behalf of the listeners. Sure thing. So, um, look, firstly, we just want to talk about uh, Adam Roach Music School, actually, and um, tell us a little bit about what you do and what you teach. Yeah, well, actually, I've just employed a new teacher as we speak. Oh, so, you know, my times are full at the moment through the music school. So, yeah, I teach drums, guitar, keyboard, bass, ukulele. And so Josh, the other teacher, he teaches also trumpet, guitar and piano oh you got the whole lot there so yeah. so where do you teach where, what's your location so in south Marine, just next to hawkstow oh very nice R- riverdale so, estate so near the train there in hawkstow yeah, right near the train. Oh, perfect that sounds good so do you teach anywhere else or just there yeah and no, i teach at primary schools as well okay so i've got three schools i teach at in eltham and greensboro yep so what ages do you teach well at the schools it's pretty much from grade two up to grade six all the primary schools but at home, I've had people from the age of five. Actually, one kid started, it was just turning five, so he's actually four. And he's still with me today. He's about nine years old. So that's been your youngest, the four-year-old. Yeah. Pretty good success. And now he's doing really well. Like, he's getting high marks and his exams and everything else. Fantastic. Yeah. We're actually doing the interview in your music room. It's absolutely fantastic. I love all the guitars on the walls. It's like <laughs> the, the biggest guitar collection I've seen. And uh, we've got drums and bongos and... So, so you teach all of these instruments here, so yeah. people don't need to come along with the instruments, they just come along and... No, yeah, they, I mean, most people, if it, especially guitar, they bring their own guitar, just so I make sure it's in tune, especially for the beginners, not so much the advanced because they can tune themselves at home. Yeah, okay. But, but yeah, if, if needed, I've got guitars here, they can't bring it with them. So do you recommend uh, they start with an instrument or should they come and see you first and see what sort of style they play yeah well i mean they... yeah the first lesson is usually free Fantastic. and a lot of yep. times that's just to see they can try the different instruments because it's all here yep so they might have a go on the drums or the piano guitar and say hey i really like this one in there so yeah. they can choose from there okay fantastic and is there um an age that people should start probably above seven is good yep piano maybe five or six um, guitar is a little bit tricky for the five-year-olds just to press down on the frets, but piano just made of pressing the note. Like, actually, if you press the note there, so you can press it straight away. Yep. I'm very good at music already. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so you just play the F note. <laughs> yeah, so that way, for piano, five or six, and guitar, and even drums, actually, I've got a little drum shoot, he's five, and he's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fantastic. So there's a whole range of things. So do you... Do you recommend people should start on uh, any particular instrument? Yeah, I mean, guitar is pretty good for the, it's like I said, seven up, and definitely piano for the younger ones. Yep. Um, but yes, all up to the individual if they want to do guitar or piano. And with drums, it comes down to the parents, I guess, yep. <laughs> with that one. <laughs> so the parents can afford it. I mean, they don't need a drum kit straight away. You just get away with like the pad and the sticks. Okay, so there's but, not a lot of cost there just for a pad to practice at home, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But the main thing is, sorry, the hard thing is with the kids, they come in, they got in these drums, they're like, hey, mum, yeah, 
or something like that. <laughs> so it's hard to get them just practice on the pad straight away. Yeah, yeah. For the young ones, anyway. Okay, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, there's so many different uh, choices. So I suppose that's the thing. People will, will fall into what they, they like and what they like to practice, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the majority of the people will have an idea of what they want to do before they come. Yeah. Like even down to the guitars, you know, if they want to do uh, acoustic or electric. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a few different um, ideas there they can get away with. Martial arts, Muay Thai kickboxing, fitness and self-defense. Over 50 classes per week, beginners to advanced. Separate junior, little dragons and adult-only classes. Casual classes or value memberships. Come try a free introductory class at Proactive Self-Defense. Factory 8, Brock Street, Thomastown. Phone 9464-4546. ProactiveSelfDefense.com so someone comes along for their first uh, introductory class and what happens in the first introductory class so basically i teach them about the instrument like the like guitar for example i might show them the parts so hang on one second oh, he's just lifting off his acoustic off prop the here. very nice so i might teach them about you know the, the parts of the guitar and the, the strings the numbers the one to six so they know and i'll get them to play like a, a song straight away smoke on the water so yep. I teach them how to do that. O, oh, three, five. Just nice and easy. So by the end of the first lesson, they can do that. Fantastic. They should be able to play just a little tune. Yeah, just by pressing down on the frets. Because that's where the, the hardest thing is, is getting the right sound for the guitar. Yep. So if they can do that in their first lesson, it's a good start. If they're really struggling, you know, get that type of sound. Then I might say, okay, let's try piano, where you can get it straight away. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, so that's good. And I've seen you got uh, like little ukuleles and stuff up there. Yeah, so ukuleles, um, a lot of people are doing that at the moment. I mean, yeah. majority of guitar, but there's a few. Is yeah. it easy because it's only got the four strings compared yeah. to your six-string guitar? Yeah, it's a, and it is a bit easier to press down to. So would you recommend kids to do guitar or ukulele? Or? Probably ukulele for the younger ones, like five or six. Yep. You've got some really small, like, electric bass. They're especially made for kids, are they? Yeah, that's right. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, because, like, the heavy, like, the full-length basses can be really heavy for kids. Yep, so you've got to modify, obviously, instruments for kids. Yeah, um, that's right. Like in most sports. Well, that's very interesting about the way you can learn and stuff like that. So yeah. how did you start teaching? How did you fall into that? I actually started teaching when I was 15. Okay. So I started guitar when I was 9. Yep. And then just played all the time yeah and then when I was 15 I got my first student Paul Horan his name is and is he still playing are you still hear from him I don't think so I heard from him last year sorry wow I don't think he's still playing that, oh well, that's good because you learn a lot of lessons from music obviously yeah. teaches left brain thinking and things like that so. yeah and so yeah he's my first one and I just keep going from there and haven't stopped really yeah so and, you just had a concert uh, recently yeah yeah so I do the concerts usually twice a year yep so that way the kids get to come together, play their songs and show you know, the parents and family what they can do. Yeah, I remember going on to one of your nights uh, where you did have some kids up there singing and playing and it was a, it was a great night in a cafe. So do you still yeah. have those concerts in, in cafes, cafes or yeah. clubs? Or... Probably not as much now, yeah. just because a few of those places are closed down. So. Yeah, it's a bit unfortunate some of those music places, but there's yeah. still plenty of other places you can play in the... Yeah halls and things like that and obviously with schools and 
um, those sorts of events. Do you play those sort of things? Yeah, as yeah, well? definitely. Yep. Yeah, at the schools, and also um, there's a club called Music Land. They have um, nights there where people get up and play. Okay, out there in Faulkner. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's a great venue. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So with your music school, not only are they learning to play, but they're learning how to get into the yeah the music scene sit to get in and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, and I like to do that also. Like, um, if I've got a drum student, I might get them together with a guitar student so they can just get the feel of playing together. Okay, and I, yeah. and I guess that's a thing too with um, having the different instruments here. I can do that as well. So if I've got a drum student, I really concentrate on them playing along to the guitar or something else, rather than just saying playing by themselves. So they get the feel of playing with a band. Yeah, okay. Which is really important yeah. for later on anyway. I've seen one of your students, young uh, Joel Feltrin, playing drums at our um, presentation night last yes. year. He was amazing, yeah, a young guy. And uh, how long has he been playing for? Uh, gee, a while actually. He started with me when he was very young. Yep. And then he stopped, he went to with the highs or something like that, I think. Yeah, but he's been playing for probably about say seven years or so yeah absolutely fantastic young musician so uh, who else have you taught you've taught some other kids that have gone on and done some yeah, things definitely. yeah definitely I've taught a guy called Ian Archibald Ian so, Archibald that's a great name yeah, yeah. so he's actually a uh, country rock artist now fantastic he plays all the Tamworth and all the festivals he's got a few albums out wow that's that's fantastic good yeah, job he's actually he teaches as well okay yeah. yeah so the passion you've ignited in someone else yeah fantastic yeah, yeah, so I've got a few others that you know, play around town now. Another guy, Jake Headley, I used to teach. So these guys Catherine. are like um, professional musos? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. What a great opportunity they get. Bang Pai Thai Massage. We offer massages in relaxation, Thai and deep tissue. We open every day from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Come on in and see us at number 11, 13, 20 Plenty Road, Bandura. Or call us on 94668996 to make an appointment. Like us on Facebook or become a member to get discounts. Sawadika. Yeah, I love this music room. It just looks like a playroom to make some loud noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the kids love it too. Like, they come in, struggle out. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I guess um, from the music teaching, it all started off from um, you with your starting off playing guitar. So you yep. started quite young. Yeah, yeah. so I started in primary school. I had the lessons there. Yep. Pretty much what I do now at the schools. Okay. So the guitar teacher comes in, yeah, shows you a few things. So, yeah, that's when I was nine years old, so it's like grade... Grade five three or four. four, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So that was just like learn all the basics. But probably it wasn't until I was about 12 that I got right into it. I went to a music school and learned off a few different teachers. Yeah, once I heard Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> what changed my whole life. <laughs> and now you've got your own Eddie Van Halen roach. So yeah, good job it. on young Eddie. He's yeah. got a good voice. As well, so that's a good thing. So, okay, so you started off and you got into Eddie Van Halen. So, was that your main influence? That sort of heavy rock and yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, um, obviously, you, you played and and did you get a band together or yeah? Because my brother that? played drums as well. Okay. So we grew up together, uh, always you know playing together, jamming on all the early Van Halen, Metallica, Kiss. Yeah, all the good rock stuff. The greatest <laughs> rock and roll band in the world, Kiss. <laughs> <it>. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, so we always like, wrote songs. I had a band called Eclipse. That was like our, our main original band. I've actually got an Eclipse cassette at home. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Got the black and white photo on the front. 
a uh, bit of a collector's item being a cassette, so that was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. That was back in 88 we very first started. Yep. 89 was the line-up with Lisa, and then we got Mark just after that. And you just yeah. travelled overseas? Yeah, so we went to uh, Ohio, Michigan, Detroit, around that way. Did a two-week tour over there. Wow, that would have been amazing. So that was back yeah. in the... That was 1990. 1990. Yeah. Fantastic. So we played a state prison. Was <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Cash there? No. So. Yeah. And yeah just, so, you, so you played in the prison? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How'd that go down, that concert? Was, they loved it, actually. Wow, yeah. 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 Well, the guys, you know, especially having a female up front, so... <laughs> I loved that. Yeah. And we played a lot of the high schools and a couple of nightclubs. A one nightclub called Rock Sands. Fantastic. Then, um, yeah, it's just a really good experience. Yeah. And we had 14 of us go over. There was only four in the band at that time. Yeah. So we had the family and road crew. and Fantastic. What, what an experience that would have been. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. No, it was really good. Yeah. So you obviously teed up all the gigs and that from, from here before you left? Or yeah. Or did you so just find it as you went? No, no. So we had an exchange thing with us, a guy called Chris Lowe, and his mother was a music teacher in that area. So she organized all these gigs at the schools and... Then from there, got to the nightclub and in the prison. And, oh. Yeah, it was all teed up before we left. That, that is an absolutely awesome story. So where else? I know you've played other areas, though you can tell us where you've played. I've played in a lot of planets. Yeah. Uh, sorry, a lot of countries on the planet. <laughs> yeah, so then after Eclipse, I was in a band called Wildstyle, and we went to Indonesia. So we're over there for 10 months playing, <clears throat> playing there, the Hard Rock Cafe, Shangri-La hotels. So when you played in Indonesia, yep. obviously did you sing in English or did you yeah, learn no, Indonesian as well? We learned a couple of Indonesian songs. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So the locals like the Indonesian songs yeah. as much as the English songs? Probably more the English. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was really playing six nights a week. Yep, that would have been a very busy experience over oh, there. Yeah. 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 yeah, so then, um, I mean, lots of different bands since then, you know, playing in different places. A couple of original bands were Played another girl called Alana Atkinson. Uh, went over to Tassie, did a few festivals. Uh, did a show on ABC, Signet Festival. Okay. Uh, in the, the NADOC week. Ah, okay, uh, part of the Aboriginal NADOC week. Yeah. Yep. And was that um, here or was that interstate? That was in that was in Sydney, I think it was. Okay, so yeah, you've, you've been around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was on ABC? Yeah. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Is that on ABC iView or that was a while ago? That was a long time ago. <laughs> search the archives for yeah, that one VHS yeah. somewhere oh fantastic yeah and then fantastic. even with Eclipse though, we went to Adelaide played over there yep um, and yeah, a few different bands been around Victorian country scene yeah because I, I know now you're sort of off often up into the country doing gigs and stuff it's um, it's a pretty exotic lifestyle getting off there and playing all over the place oh, must, yeah. obviously you still love it yeah for sure yeah, yeah not so many now it's probably more just the Melbourne gigs yep but um, yeah. Yeah, occasionally they come up country ones. Yes, yeah, probably trying to balance family and uh, right. <laughs> gigs and uh, all the rest of it. So, yeah. so have you played with uh, any famous people? Yeah, actually, when I was in a band called House Arrest, we were the house band for Lee Kernigan. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we played for him, and learned his songs, and supported him. Yep. And with uh, Alana, we did the Moomba Festival and played with Yothi Indy. Wow, yeah. fantastic! Yeah. <laughs> and then over in Indonesia, we played with a band called Firehouse, which is an '80s rock. Band from America, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. But another band called Supergroove. I think they're from New Zealand, like a rock funky band. They're probably the main ones. Yeah. yeah. So, do so you ever get phone calls saying, "Oh, look, our guitarist has broken his hand. Can you come and fill in for us?" 
not not many big bands. A couple of you know, local uh, cover bands. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A so lot of fillings, different so bands. Do a few fillings. So yeah. that'd be a bit tricky. How do you go with um, playing with, as a filling band? Do they let you know what songs you'll be playing? Yeah. So they'll send me the repertoire, the the song list. Yep. And a lot of these these days, you know, everyone plays all the same songs, so pretty much know them. Or if I don't, just quickly learn it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love watching how you um, can play and people just come out with requests and next thing, there you are, singing it. Yeah, um, feel like in Thailand. Pretty amazing, yes. <laughs> or, or, or travelling overseas, the next thing we're sitting next to you and next thing, where's Adam gone? And he's up playing in the band. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love that. Yeah, fantastic. So you play with lots of different people, obviously. Yeah. Um, are there any places that you prefer to play these days? Obviously, your music style and and passion changes over over time, from pubs to cafes to yeah. private venues. You do a lot of gigs these days, like on the weekends, I know, and oh, yeah. different events. Do you have any preference, favourites? Um, I mean, I still love to do the band work when it comes up. Yep. That's definitely my favourite. Okay, yeah. Um, but besides that, you know, playing with my daughter, Ebony, uh, we do a couple of acoustic gigs together, and my sister as well, she sings. But, um, yeah, but playing with her, just a huge rush, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's obviously really nice being your daughter, but she's a great singer, and um, I, I like it when they come along to one of your gigs, and there's a song you've just heard on the radio, next thing, Eb singing it, and when she sings it, I actually understand the words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> so, um, yeah, so I really like that. Roach Music School, located in South Morang, Melbourne, Australia. We offer lessons in guitar, bass guitar, drums, keyboard, piano, ukulele, and trumpet. Check out the Facebook page to find out more about Roach Music School. You can see the link in the show notes. Or otherwise, just go to Google, type in Roach Music School, and look out for the Facebook page. So are you ready to become the next rock star? Give us a call now and join up. Yeah, so for people out there, if you want to check out Adam Plain, um, how can they find out where your gigs are? Uh, on my Facebook page, usually put on there. Yep. On the, the Roach Music School page. On the Roach Music School page, okay. Yep. So you list yeah. your gigs in there, so yep. you can get out and have a look and have a good fun night. Yeah, and I've got the, a lot of clips on YouTube as well of, uh, of us playing, so yep. people can check out the page. Okay, so the YouTube as well, so we can see that. Yeah, I've always liked it when we've gone along to gigs, always run into a few faces we know. So, yeah. again, pretty much a northern suburbs uh, group there, so it's right. always good. Yeah, it is a good catch-up too, I guess, with the with the gigs and the music. Mm. Yeah, catch up with people when they come to see you. you know, otherwise, you don't really see those people a lot, so they can come along, watch you play. And it is, it's a really good night like for families. I know I've seen you in a few different venues, from pubs to cafes. Yeah, each time we've gone along, it's always a really good good night, and yeah, um, yeah kids and that involved. So um, yeah, for listeners, get out there and check out one of Adam's gigs wherever they are. All right, so look, the, the other thing I wanted to ask you about tonight was um, the the podcast. It's just going great waves um, yeah. with what you've done here, connecting businesses, and I know you interviewed us back in episode number six and That's and good. uh it was interesting because 
a couple of people that you also interviewed, uh, young Shannon from, or young, middle-aged Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Shannon from the bike store in South Morang, I'll get me bike service there. And oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack Chan, you did an interview with him, which was a ripper interview. He's a very interesting man. Yeah, yeah. He hooked us up for some self-defense training for the local women at Mill Park. So oh, your okay. podcast is uh, obviously working, getting some networks going and um, yeah. amongst the people you've had on the podcast so yeah congrats on that yeah, well, so i suppose the thing for most of the listeners out there is probably um why why what made you want to do um a podcast i mean very first started when i was doing my other podcast which is called become a guitarist today so i started that probably about a year and a half ago yep and i guess the reason i started that one is because i always listen to podcasts like joe rogan podcast you know and um dave and dave unchained all about being Halen. so He's different podcasts. And Joe Rogan's always like, yeah, you know, to these guests, go do a podcast, should do one. You know, got me thinking, yeah, I should do one, you know, because <laughs> about the guitar playing. Originally, just I was going to do about talk about guitars and different riffs and everything. But then I thought, oh, I might as well do some interviews. So then I started interviewing different people. And that got the word around. I started interviewing people from America and England and everywhere. Yep. yep. And so, that, yeah, that went for about a year and a half. And I thought, we could do something a bit closer to home, all about northern suburbs and so people can learn more about businesses and, and not about just businesses, you know, about other people, what they do. Yep. So just gives a bit of better understanding. Because, you know, there's, I mean, there's Facebook where people read about things, but it's good actually hearing from the person and what they did and how they got their business up and running. Oh, look, especially when you're driving, because I remember when you first said, I'm, I'm doing a podcast, and I, and I think my response was, what is a podcast? Yeah. So for, for being on the other end of technology, it was like you showed me, uh, have a look at that little purple with the star on it, <laughs> iPhone, and uh, open that up and uh, sign in and, and do a search, and, and there we go, we we found uh, some podcasts, and, and I've been listening to them, and, and I'm a convert. I, I, you know, there's so many ads and junk on the radio these days that... Um, it's nice to listen to something that you're interested in and something that's local and yeah. got content that you're interested in. So I know Steve Uden, one of our students, he does a lot of driving and, and he'll often say, oh, I hear Rochi's podcast and he'll, he'll <laughs> talk about, you know, some of the stuff that's going on. So, um, yeah, because you've had some really uh, very interesting interviews with different people and, and yeah, you look, like you said, you, you do, you learn learn a lot from yeah. um listen to different people and much better listen to the radio especially when you drive it by yourself it's um yeah keep keeps the time ticking over with those long drives so yeah, yeah. definitely so you've got yeah. quite a mix of um different people from all, all walks so I, that's yeah. what i think is very interesting to, to see and hear what these people have got to say because they're all got different stories and just to get a little bit of an insight into the different industries are out there so how does it work like uh if someone wants to be interviewed and promote their business or tell yep. their story how do they go about it yeah there's uh send me an email which is in the, the show notes yep and yeah, then we hook up a time and then coming down as long as they've got a you know a good story to tell or yep. good business <laughs> yeah uh, we'll get one here and yeah definitely promote it and just you know sharing around for all the different Instagram, Facebooks, Twitter, whatever there is. And when do you do that? Do you you go to their place or do you... Uh, they... A bit of both. Most of the time people come here. I try and do it like on a Tuesday day when I've got some free time. Yep. Obviously, the there's quite a lot that goes in. It's not just the uh, oh, yeah. interview, the, the editing and all of that stuff. Yeah, so Obviously, it takes a fair bit of time. Yeah. So editing, publishing, even just like getting on the iTunes and everything else. So 
there's all that time I guess yeah. that you put in and um, all the the information technology inside that computer of yours up on top of your head yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for example I know um, you did our interview and you, you did an ad for us which was fantastic we love it the, the kids from the club absolutely love listening to themselves yeah. so do you make um, ads for, for people like obviously for small businesses because yeah, sure. they could play that in their yep. telephone systems and promote them around the place as well as obviously doing a podcast so what do they need to do to, to do an ad, for example? Yeah, so again, they can just get in contact with me, you know, tell me a bit about their business or what what I'd like to advertise in the ad, and I can uh, definitely make that up any style they want and get on here. Fantastic. Well, that's what it's all about, I think. Um, I'm a big fan of the, the Northern Suburbs podcast, and I suppose the people listening are in the same boat, so... Look, thanks very much, Adam, for, for doing the interview. That's no, nice on the other side of the fence. It was yeah. very relaxing for me. I hope you're okay with it. Yeah, and, I think it's uh, more nerve-wracking being this interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's good. So now I've got some more skills to um, ask people questions, including the curly question. Are you up for a curly question? Sure, why not? Look, th- this is a bit of a strange one. Um, you might want to edit this out, but when we're in Thailand... Yeah. Back around about 2009, we're in the island of Phuket, and, and we did a tour for the day, and we went to a zoo, the Phuket Zoo, and I remember they had a, a special demonstration of the elephants, um, and they had elephants come out and stand on different barrels and kick soccer balls and yeah. do some pretty amazing things, and they they looked for a volunteer, and uh, you got pulled up there. And they, they lied you on the floor and said, I don't think you knew what was going to happen. No. But, but they, they said they were going to teach you a t- or give you a Thai massage. And uh, the, the elephant come across, gave you a Thai massage <laughs> <laughs> with a trunk. His trunk went everywhere. So the question was, did you have a banana in your pocket? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, All right. Unfortunately, I did. And it wasn't good. I think the elephant enjoyed it more than you did. Anyway, yeah. well, well, thanks, Adam, for answering the curly question. And um, thanks, listeners, for listening. I'm Rick O'Brien. This is Adam Roach's podcast for the Northern Suburbs podcast. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Good job. Bye-bye.